Hey, it's me, Chris Fair, and we've got our first ad, and I am going to start reading it now. Uh, the advertiser asked me not to read it before I began recording, so I'm here I go. As all the listeners of this podcast know, there's a big day just around the corner, and we at Back to Back to the Island want to give an early birthday shout-out to the best podcast host around. That's right. In just a few short days, we will all be celebrating Jeff Rosenstock's birthday. Let the countdown begin. Only 133 days left. Happy early birthday, buddy. We love you and hope it's the best one yet. Paid for by Back to Back to the Island. What the hell? Did you smoke weed, Jonah? No. Oh, okay. I didn't. I can't because we're going to... I, I still have work to do today. Okay. When I smoke weed, I'm like, I'm done. I, that's it. That's it for the fucking day for me. I will say... Me it, too. It depends on what kind of weed it is for me. Yeah? Yeah. So what weed does not make you feel I, like that? I'm I've, guessing sativa? Sativa. It's like a coffee vibe? Yeah. And I just realized that, like, about, like, after smoking, like, there's this thing when you read Weeze reviews, or, like, this gives you couch lock. Yeah. you never heard the phrase couch, the phrase <laughs> no. couch lock before? No. Couch lock is, like, an indica, like, when you smoke weed, and then you're just like, oh, I just want to watch TV. Yeah. That's called the couch lock. So I was basically, <laughs> I was basically for, like, three years, like, why am I not getting anything done? And I just want to <laughs> sleep. And then I was like, oh, I'm smoking, like... Couch lock plus. <laughs> and so then I stopped for a while for like, I don't know, three or four months. And then I started back up with a more of a... Stop smoking weed. Yeah. Total. Totally stopped. Did you have those uh, moments where uh, you realize how fucking bad your memory is because you smoked weed? You're just like, oh, geez, I he, can't remember that. Yes. Yeah. I, he, I thought it was going to solve all my problems. Yeah. Like in the way I was like, I'm going to be so motivated. I'm going to be yeah. getting stuff done. And then it was like this kind of sad realization was like, I'm kind of just the same. Yeah. You just kind of settle where you were before, except you're less happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, <laughs> I'm not this like machine. And then I started smoking sativas and I do feel like it was more of like a coffee. Like I can do stuff. Yeah. I want to like go out. So that's, that's helped. But I yeah. was on, I was only a sativa guy for quite some time. Uh, because because of that because I was just like I was smoking weed and then doing nothing and then getting really depressed about it and I was like well what's the point of smoking weed then if this if like at the right. end of it, I'm sad like you know right I also um, but people pre- I mean it seems like you get a lot of stuff done me yeah I but do you feel like like at the end of the day you're always like ugh I blew it today like I should have gotten so much more shit done occasionally but like I I know I know that the reality of it is that I am getting i'm doing a lot i might not be getting a lot done but i'm certainly doing a lot all <laughs> yeah long. you know what i mean yeah uh and i i i'm not as bad i i don't really get down to myself when i don't get anything done uh because i get down i i get down to myself if i don't get anything done and i spent the whole day telling myself i was gonna get something done right i try to like tell myself i'm not getting anything done I'm like okay just like take a break today if you're not gonna get anything done at least like Go enjoy it right? yeah enjoy yeah getting anything done you know yeah what about you chris smoking weed is very scary for me i have to do it late at night when i'm not I keep telling you to stop smoking haunted weed <laughs> <laughs> it's too spooky um <laughs> uh, i i feel so uh hyper aware at all times and then when i smoke weed it becomes even more so yeah. i already think everybody is mad at me and then when I smoke weed, it's just like, oh, this is 
everybody is going to kill me. I came to, uh, <laughs> this has been explained to me many times, um, and it's probably the case for, ever, for you, for everybody. When you smoke weed, you're not really all that different. Yeah. You, know, you just, like, you appear the same. Like, there's been so many times where I've been like, hey, guys, I'm so, it's hard to not fucking look at it, right? It's so hard not to look at it. <laughs> um, We're time-lapsing, baby. Uh, yeah, there's there's been times where, like, I've had to be like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. I'm, like, crazy stoned right now. And it was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, for a while, I was like, oh, shit, is this just how I act all the time? And I was like... Okay, that's cool. I don't know. I felt that find that that helps you deal with the paranoia part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I always feel like I'm acting weird, and then people are like, "No, you always are acting weird. Like you're yeah. not acting more weird." Well, famously, Jonah, I don't know if you want to talk about this on the podcast. I, I'm I'm down to talk about <laughs> anything. <laughs> and I don't know if we already have, but I don't I don't think we have. But one time, you and I and Dan, Ozzy, and Christine went to <laughs> uh, where did we go? Against Long me. Island? Yeah. Oh. We went to see Against Me in Long Island. And uh, you showed up here <laughs> to meet us with a friend. Yep. And we were like, and your friend was acting very strange. <laughs> and we were like, is it, it like kind of like amongst ourselves uh, without you and your friend, we were like, is this guy coming with us too? He's being very strange. We hope not. Yeah. He was like, like really, like looking at his hands and looking at the ceiling. He's and asking stuff. Christine a lot about well, her he sh- sh- shampoo. He shook Christine's hand and then said something like, "Did you put moisturizer on your hand?" <laughs> yeah, she was like, I, "I mean, I might have today." And he was like, "I think it's weird that you wouldn't tell me that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so <laughs> this strange. Guy, by the way, he's still a very good friend of mine <laughs> and is a really great guy. But uh, yeah, we had taken mushrooms, <laughs> right? And then come over. Well, un- I un- told no un- one, unbeknownst to us. So you said, "Yeah, he was on mushrooms." I was embarrassed. Right, that well, I was. And, and then we cause... went through the whole day, the whole night, hung out at the Against Me show, and then. Like the next day or a few days later, you said to us, "Oh, also, I was on mushrooms too." Because I've done mushrooms a lot with this person, and he—it's very obvious when he's on it. And I try to like go the opposite way, where I'm like, "I don't want anyone to know." Right. Uh, you played it off great. Really? Yeah. I'm really glad to hear. There was that. a time when you were looking out the window when we were driving that I was like, "Jonah's kind of weird." Do you, do you like? Do you like doing mushrooms? I do. Here's the thing. I do like doing it. I hate doing it and then like being social or like going yeah. to shows. Yeah. But I still do it for some insane <laughs> what, reason. What do you like about doing mushrooms? I feel like I've never spoken to anyone who does mushrooms uh, occasionally who has anything positive to say about it. Like, so I was just like, oh, fuck, I was on mushrooms. Yeah, I don't know. I like like the introspect- introspective. I like like the, what it makes me think about. I like it sort of like takes you out of yourself a little bit. Okay. But I do think that it's like best to do it like in the woods or like upstate, you know, like yeah. it is being around a lot of people and being at shows and stuff. It's like usually a bad scene. Whenever I like, it's weird. Whenever I smoke weed and I'm in the woods, uh, like uh, not whenever, but a lot of the times I start like really freaking out and just really? like I'm gonna have a fucking serious like panic attack and I'm gonna be in the middle of nowhere and not be able to do anything. Uh, Isn't that helpful? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a, a mushroom story. I'll I'll try to keep it vague because there's some elements of it that are super weird. Um, the first time I ever did mushrooms, I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast. Um, 
I was with, I was on tour with my band, my old band, Fake Problems, and uh, you're in Fake Problems. You played bass. Yeah, I was the bass player. <laughs> okay. Fake Problems. Um, uh, we we were gonna stay at a friend's of ours house. My uh, two other of the people I was on tour with took the mushrooms, and I, and uh, we like hung out in the van for a while outside of their house. It was his parents house as well uh-huh and we walked in uh and kind of as the mushrooms were like just about to start hitting uh we walked into the place and there was like a uh, we walked into the house and then there was nobody in there and then we like could hear voices in the backyard and so we walked to the backyard and it was our friend and a bunch of his friends and they were all very sad because one of their friends had just died Play that Back to the Island theme music. Back to the island. Back to the island. Back to the island. The island that was on lock. Continue, please. Please. My name's Chris Farron. I'm Jeff Rosenstock, special guest Jonah Bayer. Hey, guys. Going Off Track. You know Jonah Bayer from Going Off Track, Sound Advice. Uh, United Nations. United Nations. Yep, that's it. Okay. Writing. Continue, please. <laughs> please, Chris. <laughs> please. Uh, so we, we, we walk in, and we are kind of informed that this person has died. We didn't know the person, but we knew a lot of the friends, and everybody was understandably very, very sad. Um, and at that moment is when the mushrooms started to activate uh, in a few of us. And, and, and this is at, like six feet under. An element of mushrooms that I don't know if, if everybody knows about is it makes you very giggly. So we were uh, kind of sec- like sequestered ourselves into like the corner of the p- back patio, just like having the best time of our lives (laughs) while everybody else was like having the worst time of their lives it was so you still had a good experience oh i had a great experience but it was did you you didn't start thinking about dying no no for some i mean it's it i don't know if it's good or bad that i didn't like have a bad experience because it would have been more appropriate probably if i was having a bad experience because of the surrounding environment Yes. Uh, but it, but we were having just a great time. I remember, like, for some reason, this is an, a memory that sticks out in my head. The three of us that were on Mushrooms, we separated at some point, and we were just all three of us wandering separately around this house, like, just looking in all the rooms, just going, hmm, this room, okay, this room. And then we... <laughs> We, it felt like we hadn't seen each other for like an hour, and then all of a sudden, we all walked up the stairs, and there was, it was kind of a big house, so there was like three ways to get up the stairs, and we all met each other at the exact same time up the stairs, and it was, to us at the time, on Mushrooms, it was the funniest thing that could have ever happened to anybody. <laughs> and interestingly, drugs a big part of this episode of Lost. It's true, yeah. This episode is all about... Charlie's heroin uh, situation, right? I'll call it because if I'm being frank, I I don't know where Charlie's at with heroin at this point. I don't. It seems here's what I think happened, and this is wrong. I'm just explaining why. Sure. So 
There is a plane full of all the heroin dolls. Charlie torched the plane. Um, Echo found one more doll, and Charlie was holding on to that one doll secretly. Um, but then also there's like 20 more dolls that Charlie didn't know about, and Locke thinks he was hiding them. No, that he was hiding right. them. He was hiding them. Why? Because so he could do heroin. It, but has he been doing heroin? I think it's at one point he was. He was he grabbed him to be doing heroin, and I think he was doing heroin. But then without anybody knowing, right? And then he quit without anybody knowing. I thought he quit after the sweat lodge shit. Has I that thought, I got I got the sense that this episode was. All, there's a lot of weird music video fever dream stuff going on in this episode, and I thought that was like heroin withdrawal. Yeah, I here. Yeah, and that's the thing too. It seems like Charlie's going through heroin withdrawal, and nobody could give a fucking shit. Well, I sort of, I felt like I was like kind of like if Charlie wants to do heroin alone on an island where you're trapped, like is it really hurting anyone? Like, I feel like everyone's so judgmental about him. Yeah. And I get, like, stealing the baby and stuff. Like, okay, that's not cool. That it's okay to be cool. judgmental but about I, stealing a baby yes, twice. Yes, to yes, the baby yes. The, the first ocean. time, it's like, okay. <laughs> but but I also sort of feel like, dude, if this guy just wants to do heroin and lie on the beach and he's, like, stranded, it's not like he's going to get a fucking job anyways. Okay, but he wants the job of Aaron's father. Right. Right. Uh, in which case. But also, like... He quit cold turkey. There's a doctor on there. They have heroin. Can't they wean him off it? Isn't that like kind of the concept of methadone? Can't they do like a methadone style uh, heroin exit? Does that work? Hexit. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Like Brexit. I I was Thank I, you. I was <laughs> I was in the impression he maybe wasn't. <laughs> 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 he maybe wasn't doing it, but just had that stash as like a safety thing in yeah. case. Like, I know it's here. Yeah. Okay. And John Locke was upset because he said he destroyed all that. Yeah. John Locke always just seems kind of upset, though. So Charlie was lying to Locke. Yes. I was like, why I, is Locke being such a dick? I think Locke he was, definitely was being legit good. I think in this episode, yeah, he, everything he did, I was like, "That's good." Do you think if just somebody would listen to Charlie, like it would have helped him? Locke was listening to him, watched, and, and Charlie was just running around we in damn circles. That Simpsons episode right before this, which is kind of about that concept of you have to discipline somebody. Well, yeah, it's an itchy and scratchy movie episode. Okay, Chris saw the Simpsons for the first time. Yep. Really? Yep. Stewie, Peter Griffin, the whole crew. <laughs> uh, my sister Vanessa just on The Simpsons. Her <gasps> voice was. Whoa. I haven't seen it last month. That's great. Yeah. Tune in. That's Check great. it out. When's it on? Tune in. It came out. It was like last month it came out. All right. But I'm sure it's, it's a recent What's the one. episode? I don't know. Your sister was on an episode of Crashing, and it was very, very funny. Crashing, yes. Also, is Crashing good? It's a really funny show. There's too many fucking TV There's shows. There's a lot of shows. Yeah. Crashing's easy, though, because it's not a ton of episodes. It's only eight episodes. Yeah, they're quick. I don't know if that makes her it easier Her part in it is very funny, and it seemed very I like unlike the- her. Did you watch it? Yeah, it, she's, she's on the Rachel Ray show playing herself on this show of Crashing. Oh, yeah? It's uh, very funny. I think it's like sort of an exaggerated version of her personality. Right. Yeah. You know what I saw her in, which I thought she was funny in? And also, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I thought it was easy watching. Office Christmas Party. Office Christmas Party. Yeah. I agree. 
I feel like it, the advertising made it look so much worse than it was. Yeah. That when you finally saw it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Yeah. I felt like it had some funny moments. Her character was good. Yeah. Yeah. I she thought, was awesome in it. She yeah. was really funny in it. Yeah. I. Uh, T.J. Miller is also a big part of Crashing too. Yeah. If you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny. I, funny guy. Funny TJ guy. Miller is so funny. Yeah. He's very funny. Good, good funny. Dude, good, good funny. Chris, Chris, <laughs> you're living in LA. Do you see a lot of comedians getting their good blue bottle, getting their... Who have I seen? Who have you seen lately? I saw Beth Stelling, one of the writers for Crashing. I know Beth Stelling. I saw her. She's great. I don't know her. She's cool. That's kind of a weird yeah, person um, to like, recognize. Anyway, moving on. What the hell? You asked. <laughs> or don't ask. I did ask. I'm uh, kidding. Um, I see... Uh, what's... what's uh, What's her name from Not Breaking Dangerous Bad. Minds? Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? No, she's younger. She's younger than Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Not Dangerous Minds. What's her name? Higher Learning? She has a strange name. We're going to figure this Coolio. out. Coolio. I think it's Coolio. She has a strange name. She's been on Veep, uh, but as a side character type person. Great. <laughs> famously gay. I'm sorry. This is helpful, though. Uh... Jeff is so bummed right now. What? Give me more clues. Um, what's her name? She directed a film that I saw. <laughs> um, Miranda July? No, she's probably older than Miranda July. Just okay. Context. <sighs> what's her stinking name? I don't know. Um... You know what I noticed about this this episode? Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched Lost, and I was always mm-hmm. a, a real Claire person. And yeah. then this episode, I was like, I think I'm more into Kate. Kate rocks. And we're just ditching Chris's uh, investigation <laughs> here. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I, never just, good. I, just, I can't think of what I just, it is. I, knew, yeah. I had no idea who it was going to be, and I just, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I was, was just trying. This is what I do on the podcast. <laughs> I move things along. We need somebody who like does a podcast for real on this show more (laughs) often. Uh, Yeah, Claire. Well, Claire, I feel like uh, she's a little. I feel like they blew it with Claire. I think Claire is awesome, but then I think that they just like kind of started throwing character traits at her that to me did not suit the original Claire on the island. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think they did the same to Kate, and I think to Kate, it made her. A stronger, better character. Kate just feels like she would be fun to hang out with. Claire just seems like you'd be like, "Ugh, we get it." I've like, heard Kate is fun to hang out. Really? With. Uh, well, we played a uh, show with her. <laughs> I know Al- you did. Almost no, she wasn't there. <gasps> so we played a, a anti trans Pacific partnership show, just like raise awareness called Rock Against the TP. That's the difference between me and uh, Jeff in September. <laughs> Is that I played this show and Chris did it and everything else is the exact same. I played the opposite show um, across the street. But she, but it was like a thing and they did a bunch of a bunch of locations and Evangeline Lilly spoke at I think everyone except for the San Francisco one. Okay, and I feel like I said, I mean, I said you yeah out of the show because it was you know I wanted to, but one of the big things was like, holy shit, if I get to see Kate Austin and get to ask her questions for the podcast, yeah. the answer was no. But I heard she's very. What would you have her. asked her? Um, Pretend I'm Kate. I would have. I honestly would have had to think for a while. Pretend you're Kate yeah. right now. Yeah. One like, for the like Jeff. I'm so glad to be on this podcast. Who was the funniest uh, serious <laughs> character on the show? Offset. Oh, that's a good one. Who is the best to hang out with? Sawyer. You think Sawyer? 
You think Sawyer? I, I think uh, I think Josh Jim. Holloway I think seems Jim. tight. Jim would be Jim. cool. What do you think, Saeed? I bet he's fun. He too. might be cool. He was in Planet Terror. Was it? I, I didn't see that. Uh, you didn't see Planet Terror? It was great. That's another weird thing about Lost is that that was such a big show. And the I, penis was in Planet Terror too. The penis. The penis. <laughs> The penis. Look, there's no one to penis. Without we get it. You've been to France. Has, has anyone <laughs> on Lost gone on to do anything else? We talk about we this talk about a lot. Last week. Yeah. Did. Or two weeks Evangeline ago. Evangeline Lily, Ant Real Steel, Man. and Ant Man, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Jack got arrested. Um, uh, ben is on Person of Interest. Uh, a bunch of them have been on Colony and Alcatraz, which are uh, lost creator Bosch. shows. Bosch. Yeah, but uh, that, you, I don't you know, know the man in black. Counts. The man in black okay. has gone on to great but success with Bosch characters. Yeah. I forgot. I actually saw a film recently with John Locke pre-Lost. <gasps> oh, old school. Yeah, it's a little movie called Pin. Oh no, I'm Pin. talking about old school. What uh, is Pin? Oh, dude. Oh, the movie old school. Yeah, he's, he's in the movie old school. He's uh, Alicia Cuthbert's dad and Luke Wilson's boss in old school. Does he have hair? Yeah. Whoa! Not like hair, hair, right? But he's not completely. Oh, is he hair. the guy who's always like crazy weekend? Huh? Yeah. Like I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. <gasps> uh, he's in this movie, Pin. It was filmed in Canada. It's the whole movie's on YouTube. It's a Canadian. That's how you know it's horror good. movie from 1988. <laughs> oh my god! And <laughs> oh my and, god! And basically, he's a dad, and he has two kids, and he uses this pin, this ventriloquist to talk to his kids about sex and stuff and he throws his voice and then it becomes this insane psychological thriller. It's one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen and you Whoa, guys have to watch it. That okay. sounds crazy. All right. You should watch it together. Pin. Pin. Okay. Pin. We'll watch Pin. And, As an uh, episode of this podcast? Uh, no. So that just means it's another thing we have to watch together. Yeah, that could just be something. You can mention it on this podcast, but yeah, it's definitely... I would argue that we're mentioning it now. We are mentioning it. Yeah. Mention it. We're mentioning it now, and then I want you guys to follow up after you've watched it. It could be more of a pin cast. Mr. All right, <laughs> let's have that pin cast theme music. There's a movie from the 80s it's a freaky piece of cinema and it goes by the name of Mr. Echo is in a Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah. Uh, in theory, Mr. Echo plays uh, not Karma the character Chameleon. Mr. Echo. Karma Chameleon. What's the guy's name? Mr. Mr. Croc, Lizard. Doctor Croc. Crocker Docker. Crocker Docker. Crocker Docker. But, uh, but it seems like a very Dr. CGI Crocker. Mr. Echo, and I think the only sounds the character makes is like he so- talks. He talks like crazy. He talks. I bet he has fifty lines. <laughs> I will not watch Suicide Squad to find the answer to this. It was. Terrible. Tweet at us. Generally <laughs> speaking, just tweet at us. Um, um, can we yo, oh, go ahead. just real quick, yes. playing a piano on a beach would be so fucking sick. <laughs> that looked awesome. Yeah. That's all. Famously, uh, 
Brian Wilson wrote "Good Vibrations" with uh, in a sandbox on a piano. Oh yeah, oh, with yeah. a with a fire truck or something. What I think it? it was recorded in a sandbox. Oh well, in the film "Love and Mercy," oh, is he, he writes it. Oh, never mind. I'm wrong. Then. But that's just a movie. I uh, I have a note here that says "So sick of Libby's bullshit." You don't like Libby. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Libby's innocent. I feel like you can't even get behind that one. <laughs> I don't know why. I literally wrote it and I was like surprised. I think I felt like... The like car's about to fall over. I think I felt like... It just moved. I felt like she's a little bit of a tease, I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> she's flirting. She you can't be a she's not like a little bit of a tease. She's trying to get this guy to come out of his shell. What the fuck else is she supposed to do? I keep thinking she's an ulterior motive. I think I'm really just projecting my own stuff because in that situation <laughs> I'm like, this person's manipulating me. There's no way they could really like me. I don't even like me. Hey, I have a question. Why? <laughs> <laughs> when Sawyer said Okay, so Libby was doing laundry, and when Sawyer said to Hurley, I'm sure you've got a load you need to drop in, (laughs) what do you think he meant? I felt like I could not believe that they cleared that line for the show. It couldn't mean anything else. No. And the way he, the creepy way he said it, like... Maybe maybe he meant literally, like, I'm sure you've, like, I'm sure you all of a sudden have some laundry you have to do so you get to talk to her. But he said, I'm sure you have a load you need to drop. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Dude. Uh, I have a weird thing written down here. Maybe you can help clarify this. I just have in quotes, flight? <laughs> oh, oh, Hurley. Uh, Libby says, or no, Hurley says uh, to Libby, do I know you from somewhere? And Libby goes, besides the flight? And then Hurley goes, flight <laughs> like you forgot how they got to the island <laughs> yeah uh they do really i i liked when charlie came home and liam had sold the piano and he like walks over the piano he's just like the piano it's like yeah we get like everything has to be very spelled out i yeah. feel like yeah. yeah uh i also speaking of that i like that the way charlie writes music is that he writes sheet music and then plays it later on the <laughs> piano like beethoven himself <laughs> Just like he's writing, he's writing. That's why, you know, <laughs> not just sitting there making it up. I just want to add that Jeff's studio is just covered in sheet music, everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, the walls are littered with <laughs> sheet. It's just the snare drum, the like staff with the X over and over and over. Uh, oh, when they're trying in- to get a good tone, I write it down as much as I can. I still <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. When when they are in uh, foggy London town, England, uh, Liam is like running away from Charlie or something crosses the street. And if you look at the street, all the cars are on the, are parked on the right side of the road with their steering wheels on the left side. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't London. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Great. That's all I have. Just, just flip it around, right? Yeah. Reverse the the tape. Reverse tape. Reverse the tape. How did you guys feel about the lack of Jack on this episode? I really like that one of the only Jack moments was him and Michelle Rodriguez and her going, yo, you hitting that? <laughs> and it'd be like, I am not hitting that. Yeah. And and Michelle uh, Rodriguez, she's hot, you're hot, what? So what happens? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I like, I, I guess I like the lack of Jack. Yeah. I, wrote, I wrote, Jack is barely in this episode, so that rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jack's, yeah, Jack sucks. What's the key around Jack's neck? 
He's got uh, a he's got a necklace on and it's a We've key. talked about it and they've explained it. I know. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's gotta wear some dumb shit, right? Yeah. I think that's how they explain it. Do you know what the key around Jackson? I, I never even noticed it. Is it to the gun case? Maybe. To the hatch? Let everybody know he has it. Yeah, where where was Locke putting the heroin stuff at the end? Uh, in he, the armory. In the armory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what an armory. Why is, does right? he need heroin? Uh, Why? I guess maybe heroin is useful for something. I imagine it'd be songwriting. I'll tell you. Certainly, they're not using it as a fucking painkiller. Because everybody on this island gets stitches willy nilly with no <laughs> Novocaine. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Like Charlie. Charlie's getting like a fish hook style stitch up on his face, and his reaction is like, "Ooh." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah. At some point, Charlie starts a fire to create a diversion so he can steal the baby again to carry it into the water, as he's yeah. desperate to do for some reason. Um, and later in the episode, Mr. Echo is just standing in the middle of the charred remains of the part of the woods that he burned and like looking at the dirt as if like, yup, it was definitely a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then later he baptizes Aaron and Claire. And when he's baptizing Aaron, you could basically read his lips saying, now you are baptized. <laughs> so this is, yeah. And this is sort of what I don't understand. Like everyone thinks Charlie's nuts. Yeah. But then Claire's like, well, Charlie said I should get him baptized. I guess we should do... Like, it seems like... Well, Charlie is stealing the baby. Like... Right. You can't just peel that layer, that layer away and judge right. Charlie without it, you know? Totally. Right. But I guess, why not Why not negate every... Like, oh, this guy's stealing babies. Everything that comes out of his mouth must be bullshit. I feel like Claire's still... Because, you know, there's superstition, maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, everybody knows the island is weird. She knows that there shouldn't be babies on the island. Maybe she's just like, hey, let's just be safe and baptize. And like, also, she doesn't know what it means. There was an aspect. Because Locke tells her a stupid thing, which is that baptizing means baby gets to heaven before they could like start speaking, basically. Which yeah. is that true? Uh, is that the Catholic belief of it? Am I wrong calling it stupid? I mean, you're not wrong calling it stupid, but that might be what the Catholic belief is. All right. Hey. Chris, are you Catholic? Uh, sure. What is I, I what, was I was what is anybody raised? Are, are any of us anything in this? Generation? Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I was what what is you, if someone asks you, Chris, what does baptism mean? Uh, it is. Uh, <sighs> I wish you were on Lost and Claire asked you, and your response was, <laughs> "It's like uh, if you are a baby and you get baptized." Is it kind of like confession, like a a clean slate? Because you're born with sin. Oh, because you're you're born of being the product of fucking? No, it's just like you're just, everybody's (laughs) born with sin. Is that true? Yeah. You're born sinner. Wait, you're born being the product of fucking? Some people are, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Most people use just 3D printer. (laughs) Baby, done. That's cool. Yeah, they can do anything with that shit. No, yeah. Um, I I I was uh, believe it or not also raised uh, Catholic, um, and um, I always thought it was like getting baptized means like all right, it begins. You're Catholic now. 
I think that's part Until, of it too. And then at and then I you get conf- confirmation, so you're like really locked in. Yeah. And it's, then that's when everybody gives up on it. It's like levels in Scientology. Yeah. Except it takes longer and it's maybe cheaper? It's got to be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I'm not a Scientologist I a, yet. I have a story. Ooh! Nice. That I can't... I have to... <laughs> that I can't tell on the I podcast. Have, I have to hold back a few key details. Okay. But um, a friend of a friend... Tom a Cruise. A friend, maybe even. Tom Cruise. Um was hit up to compose all the music for a famous uh, Disney musical cartoon. And, um, like, had the job, basically, and was in a limo with, like, a person from Disney, and they said, like, okay, so you just have to sign these papers that say you're a Scientologist, and then you have the job. And this person was like, no. And then they didn't get the job. What? Really? I mean... I mean, th- this is what you heard. This is the story. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that fucking wild? That is wild. It's a good thing nobody listens to this podcast because I don't want to get in trouble. Let me ask you this. If you yeah. really needed the job. No. 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 Good look at me. <laughs> like, I, I fucking, I've quit jobs because they fired somebody because they had dreadlocks and I thought that was fucked up. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not signing a Scientology <laughs> thing to have a job. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I might do it just because I'd be like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I'd be like, I know, I know I'm not a Scientologist. No one's ever going to see this. Like, who cares? I like, think, but it's... it's it, That's a good point. But they're bullies. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I, I bet when you sign up to be a Scientologist, they're not just you're giving leave them you some... Alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It seems like you can't leave the church. Yeah. I like, Has anybody s- left? It? it seems like the whole thing is just based on, like, blackmailing their... Yeah parishioners or whatever seems, you call them. Yeah, it seems confusing. We know, I, we know Scientologists. Yeah. We know a few people who raised uh, Scientologists and stuff, and they're great friends. They're not Scientologists now, but I know their parents still are and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't seem... It, I, I still don't really understand that much about it, except that it was weird. Did I try to talk to them about it. Really? A lot. But then I'm like, uh, they probably don't want to talk about this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I watched some of that Leah Romini... Uh, oh, I watched show. the first episode. That was that. really that's really interesting. Yeah. And she was on Joe Rogan's podcast and they talked about it. And it was yeah, it's so wild. What's yeah. the name of the show? What's the name of her show? Um I can't remember. It's like six or seven parts. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. It's her try she left and her parents were in it. And it's not too far from going clear. It's not too far from going clear. Have you I seen going clear? No. Woo! Yeah. Do I need to? It's a good movie. I think it's. I worth don't, it. Do you watch. need to see any movie? I would, I'm, I'm a, a fucking busy guy. I don't watch anything. It's, it's way faster than reading. We the watch book. Suicide Squad. I love reading books, though. The going reading clear. a book is literally the only time in my life I'm not looking at a screen. Yeah. Ebook. Or if I'm walking around, but even walking around, I feel like I look at my phone so much that like whatever. We just watched a different movie. What movie did we watch? Us, me, and you. Yeah. Like two nights ago, we this watched. This is the end. This is the end. I need oh, a good comedy, one. baby. I'm having this a rough week. This is the end. Is the funniest movie of all time. It's a really good movie. It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm putting Wet Hot above it. It's that's that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, this is the end. Is so funny. I, yeah, I watched this movie the other night. The D Man. Do you know about this movie? Is it the Jack Black? Yeah, the D Train. The D Train. I I've heard a what? lot about it. I'm very intrigued it's, by the movie. I don't want to give anything away other than say it's not what I expected it to be, and it's has some very funny moments, and you guys should watch it. It's on Netflix. It just came out on Netflix. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Okay, 
great. It's good. It's it's good, but it's just it's good, but it's very unpredictable. That sounds great. Good. Okay, I, just I, like me and I Jeff. Mean, J- Jack Black could go either way. Yeah, for me, it's it's a good role for him. Like I feel like he's really good at playing like just like a eccentric weirdo. That's good. Like it's hard. Like when he's in like romantic comedies and stuff. Although is I wonder, Jack Black the guy Jack from King Black, Kong? He's the guy from The Holiday. Yes, The Holiday. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, I want to actually get Cameron Diaz. Right. Is that who you were thinking of before? The guy from King Kong? Cameron Diaz? No. I want to... No. They're both in The Holiday. Less famous than them. Bob Stiller. I want to say Claire Clanana. <laughs> it's like a French-ish name. Um, me and my sister... Kate Blanchett? No, less famous. Okay. She's in The Holiday? No. <laughs> we're just trying to guess... <laughs> Something we won't be able to. You should. Uh, me and me and me and Vanessa are very divided on a film that I like. She doesn't like. Jack Black is in it. Uh, some people have found it very offensive, and it's a little movie called Shallow Hal. Yeah. Um, and I watched it recently in a hotel, and I thought it had some funny moments, and I felt like they were trying to make a statement about yeah. not judging people the way they looked, but got it totally wrong. It's it's a classic Pepsi ad situation. <laughs> yes. Where it's like, you did not do the thing that you thought you were doing. But you, could, you did very much the opposite of this thing. But you can tell it was like, had a good intention. Is that a Farrelly Brothers movie? Yes. I can't believe the Farrelly oh, Brothers didn't make the poignant point they were trying to make. On, on, because uh, Stuck on You... Similar kind of vibe, I think, and I, I think they didn't. They did do that one well. I didn't see stuff. Which one's that? Where Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon are conjoined twins. Oh, I didn't see that one. Uh, but did I say the wrong term? No, no. I'm you, just. You, I'm just trying to imagine. How have you they, not seen this movie? No, I'm just trying to imagine how they could have very respectfully made a movie I about anything. They, they did not. It wasn't very respectfully, and it was funny. And like the gag was that like they were conjoined twins, which yeah. in and of itself, you know, right. It's undeniably at least somewhat problematic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like they. I was surprised how much heart it had in it. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a. It was a f- uh, fine movie. I'd put it up there. What was the other movie I was talking about before? I put it above Office Christmas Party. Wow! Okay. wow. Holy shit! Damn! <laughs> That's above, fucked up. I was trying to think of other movies. <laughs> Other movies Vanessa has been in. Trainwreck. I put it like one above Trainwreck. Uh, <laughs> wow. She was great in Trainwreck. Trainwreck is it's fun. Uh, it's fun to see Let's call her up. Movies. <laughs> no. Sorry. It is fun, though. It's it is cool. fun. It is fun. Yeah. it's Dude, by the way, fun to watch you guys play gigs, too. Hey, come hey, on. It's true. I have not seen you play a gig yet. Really? Yeah. I don't play a lot of gigs. You play in United Nations. Yeah. When we, are you playing New York? I don't know. We, played, we only played three shows last year. And I had uh, dinner with you right after you played one of your shows. Yes, and in you're Florida. stressed out. Remember at the top? Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see the show or no? No, I I didn't. Oh right, you guys played fast. We played fast. Yeah. We played fast the last couple of years. Yeah, Chris saw me when I was dealing with some really stressful stuff, <laughs> and and we ate those um, corn nuggets. Corn nuggets, so good from the top. Oh oh man! I don't even know if I went to the top. Top's good. Top yep. is good. It is pretty good. The but- lower middle's pretty good too. You guys. <laughs> Don't. Is that a joke about it being the top? I don't know if I can top that joke. Ah! Ah! Lossopedia? Lossopedia. <laughs> 
Someone made a store just for me. Vitamiria, Vitamiria. Someone has my kind of quality. Vitamiria, Vitamiria. Welcome. 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 My question. Okay, so there. I'm trying to figure out what this actress's name is still. There was a movie in like the late to mid 90s where they are in a high school after dark. I think aliens are involved. Faculty. Yes, she's in faculty. Oh, 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 with the black hair? Yes. Oh, 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 fuck. Oh, she's also in But I'm a Cheerleader. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Should I just look it up? What do we know, Jonah? I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I know exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't believe I can't remember her name. Uh, she's also possibly in The Craft. Yeah, probably. Uh, shit. Okay, I gotta look this up. I don't think I ever saw The Faculty. Should I see that? Yeah. I haven't seen it either. The Faculty's great. I haven't seen any of these movies we were talking about. The Faculty's about. awesome. Uh, the Faculty holds up really well. And it's star-studded. Uh, it's got Usher. It's got Jon Stewart. It's got Clea Duvall. Clea Duvall, yes. Yeah. I saw her at the coffee shop. Whoa. So that's... Or Jordana Brewster from Fast and the Furious movies. You're talking... It's Clea Duvall. Yeah. Clea Duvall directed a movie that was pretty good, too. Uh, She's generally in good stuff. The Intervention, I think? She's also in Can't Hardly Wait, I think. She's like a... She's like a... She was in that world. She's like a hipster indie girl, uh, like, at a party who uh, Kenny tries to make out with, and she's like, get away from me, and that's it. She really, like a bit part in Can Hardly. That's wait. a great movie. That is a great. That's movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. When the when the when the foreign exchange student says, "Would you like to touch my penis for me?" For my money, it doesn't get any better than that. That's cool. <laughs> that scene when the guy's like, <laughs> when he's so upset because someone called him a fag. Yeah, he's like, and that guy called me a fag. <laughs> yeah, wow. you can't really make jokes like that anymore. No, I feel weird even saying on this podcast. <laughs> but I'm I just, think that's I, a, I, I, I think I, that's I, a I back know. to the island first, I'm, <laughs> dude. I'm 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 quoting a line from a movie we're talking about. Right? Yes. Yes. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, we're, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a lot of apologies from you. <laughs> no, I know the part you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Mike Dexter. Yes. Yeah, because he's an asshole, and yes. that's why it's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Predators? No. 2010, Adrian He's Brody. On. He's like, well, this is related. Get off, can't hardly wait. Uh, Predators. No, I haven't seen Predators. No, it's in. It's a stupid, 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 dumb movie. Uh, Adrian Brody is like the hero in it, and he's. Is this a modern Predator? Yeah. Like how? When? 2010. It? Damn. Okay. Adrian Brody should never be a lead in an action movie. He's bad at it. It's that in, makes sense. Yeah. It's very yeah. clear that he's acting and not. The person he's pretending he's to be. He's great in Brothers Bloom. I haven't seen that. that I haven't seen that either. Uh, but anyway, movie. there's a character. Walton Goggins plays like a bad, bad guy. Who's Walton Goggins? Vice Principals? Okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. Hey, have you guys watched Vice Principals? I love yeah. Did Did love it get it. good? Yes. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I, I think. It. it seemed like it was a slow burn and I didn't have the time. I, it got so good. Yeah, okay. it's really very right. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, Walton Goggins in the movie, he's like, so they're all criminals that have been like dropped in on a planet to be hunted by predators. So they're all kind of bad guys, but he's like a really bad guy. And he says some things in the movie that you're like, I get that you're trying to just be like, this guy's a bad guy, but maybe he doesn't need to say all these things. Like he says, yeah, the gay F word and like talks about. 
sexual assault in a really gross way. It sucks. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, there's... It's like, seems unnecessary for a Predators movie. <laughs> You're yeah. not, like, trying to make some big point. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, he's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you guys seen any movies in the theaters recently? We're talking about trying to see Fast and Furious 8, goddammit. I've never seen any Fast and Did Furious. Did you hear at the Alamo in Austin, they're doing a screening of every Fast and Furious movie? That's so sick. In a row, and you get, like, a t-shirt. Yeah. That rocks. I would I, totally do I just that. saw Ghost in the Shell. Oh, how was it? It was okay. It was pretty... It was It was okay. Whitewashing. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I've... I've Very controversial. Of whitewashing as well, which makes sense, you know? You know, it, it makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that, like... Wait, you're saying it makes sense. It, like, the criticism the, yeah, makes sense? the criticism makes sense. I... <laughs> I, 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 yes. I, <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you whitewash it? You know? It was anime, and now it's in America. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think movies are really expensive, and I think they're trying to get whoever they can in the movie who will sell the most tickets. Yeah. It's true. And I don't think it's necessarily like they were like, we can't have this kind of person. And I think it was more like, who can we have in this movie where we can pay for it? Yeah, but the more that you do that, the more that you continue to... And if you don't... Right. That situation. Yeah. Yes, that is also... I agree with that. But, but like, also, that's also I don't, true. I don't make it, I, I'm not of the mind that it's easy to do any of this fucking stuff. And like, it's just like, yeah, you made a movie. That seems hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not... I'm, I, I thought it was okay, but I, yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, it was fine for what it is. I feel like the last movie I saw in the theaters was probably Get Out. Yeah, Get Out. Here. That was the one I saw before that. Get Out was I haven't awesome. Heard, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about Get Out. Because it was a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like hard to even really It was so critique. funny. Too. Really, yeah, it was funny. It was really you, unique. Usually when everyone likes something, I'm always like, the guy's like, ugh. And this one, I was like, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't. I can't fault it. It's not Can we like, talk about Catherine Keener and Get Out? Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. She's the she, the, the tea, the, the yeah. spoon and She's the tea. She's so, such a good actress. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Also that guy, what's his name? Oh, I don't the know. The dad, the dad. You're, Chris is doing this. Clark and, Magoo- <laughs> Clark and Magoofy. What's his name? Clark and Magoofy. It's like Clark and Clocka. I don't know, I don't that know guy's his name. name. I don't Walter know his name. Walter Clark. Either. Yeah, Walter Clark. And then also the funny, the best person in that movie is the guy's friend. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That guy's yeah. amazing. That guy's awesome. so friggin' so funny. funny. Um, lost my report card. Well, hold on. I wanted to. Oh right. Uh, so I was wondering which, what Charlie's mom has been in before. Great, great question. Four rooms. That's uh, what I think I know her from. Madonna's in that or something. What? Four yeah, rooms. Yeah, have you ever seen Four Rooms? Yes, but it's a I, long I, I time ago. I loved it when I was a kid. I feel like it yeah. was like it was, you know, an R-rated movie that had some nudity in it. So when yeah. I was twelve, I was like, oh boy. Like Executive Decision. I never saw Executive Decision, but I imagine it's the same. It's same an R-rated ride. movie with some nudity in it. Uh, but nice. also, Four Rooms is good. It was like four short movies. One of them was like. They're in the hotel. And yes. Like they're trying to cut out. They're doing like maybe cutting off Bruce Willis's fingers. Oh, like so right. it's like Four Christmases? And Madonna's casting a spell. No, I don't think that Four Christmases is like that. <laughs> there's Although, f- there's four different Four Christmases places. directed by the same person who directed uh, King of Kong's, the uh, Donkey Kong documentary. And possibly. Possibly. Definitely. And 
What's the guy's name? Steve Weeby. Seth Weeby something. is in Seth for Gordon? Christmases. Oh, Steve really? Weeby is in yeah. for Christmases. Fuck yeah! He's Did just you... like one of like a family member. He has no lines. He's just there. Somebody it's told so me funny. there's another uh, video game documentary of that. Of that, there is. Type. I've seen it. I'm trying to remember. To check out. I definitely saw it, and I can't remember what it was about. It's about somebody going out like a very. It's the same idea. To, like accomplish a video game goal. Yeah. Vibe. King of Kong we can figure such it out. a good movie. King of Kong, I think, is one of the best documentaries. Like, yeah, just, definitely. They made it they made such a specific topic that's very nerdy seem approachable by anybody. Yeah. It it was and they made it so like God, where they have like the bad guy? piano music playing Billy behind Mitchell. them as they show his like failures as a basketball player yeah. growing up, but they just like he just like was too sensitive and couldn't do other like I get it, man, I get it. I feel you know, like Steve Weeby a lot. Me too. I don't ever feel like Billy... Uh, Billy what, Mitchell. Can I tell you something about me? Yes. Yeah, um, please. Every time I've illegally downloaded a program and had to put in a name for the serial number, I put in Billy Mitchell. Nice. Because I hate him that much. Yeah. Yeah, this other mo- <laughs> this other documentary, like, yeah, I remember. It's the similar. Billy Mitchell's in it, right? Billy Mitchell's in it, and it's it, that other guy, that guy who runs that Twin Galaxies... Oh, 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 oh wow. And, and I feel like they get into his backstory a little bit. I, it's God, the same I'm just crew. thinking about King of Kong and how there's like a like conspiracy. A sequel, basically? I'm trying to remember. I feel like it's a different... I don't think Steve Weeby's in it, but I think it's a different guy trying to beat a different game. Yeah. Does it say what it is? No, he'll be on IMDb. This is... Okay, guys, talk about something else while I'm looking at this. Um... Chris, how's Can't Die doing with the sales? So good. <laughs> We're on our third pressing. Third pressing. Yeah. Whoa. You can get translucent green uh, at sidewindummy.com slash store. Nice. Yeah. It's the first record that Man I've ever had. Man Snake, the long and twisted tale of Nibbler. Yep. Okay. Nibbler. Great. Sorry. Um, it's the first record I've ever had that has had to have three pressings. That's great. That's great. It's a very popular. It's yeah, a my favorite record of uh, 2016, pretty much. Wow, wow, Jeff, you even got an award for your record, though. Remember? What is this? Yeah, have you seen this? No. This non-Chris Farron album presented to Jeff Rosenstock for his music album Worry. Nice, congratulations. I just Jeff. wonder how many other people you gave this exact <laughs> award to. None. Similar, but none. It's great to be number two. No, it, well, yeah. At well, it's this, number one for non-Chris Farron. Number two overall. It's like yeah, okay. Let me let me uh, give you all some insider info, uh, which I don't know. I, I I feel like you must have been in this situation with fake problems, but maybe not. And now I just sound like a big dick, but I don't whatever. Care. Go ahead. Uh, so when We Cool was on the Billboard charts, we were like, oh, we're in the top two hundred. We we're really excited, but we we're in the top two hundred current albums and then when you actually like do the other thing we're like way down yeah but, but we made a big deal about it like we we're actually in it that's how this uh, trophy feels basically it's like yeah if you don't include some music it was the best record. wait what yeah, are... but they always they never include like thriller michael jackson or anything you're wrong in the 200 you're wrong really yes i feel like metallica's black album is always in there eagles greatest hits is always in still? there. still yeah you know, I look at the Billboard Top 200 right now. Yes, let's go to that. Let's go to the top of the Billboard charts. Play the theme music. Top of the Billboard charts. Compact discs, vinyl records, Spotify, iTunes, Napster, Apple Music. Top 
of the Billboard charts. I bet you haven't heard any of these records. I'm not saying it's right there at the top, necessarily. All right, here we are. Here we are. Well, let me try and find something that explains what I'm saying. That proves your false point? <laughs> I don't feel like I deserve that. Is Thriller there? I don't know if Thriller is still selling that many. Thriller! <laughs> thriller, yeah. Uh, the Beauty and the Madness by The Weeknd, that's an old record. That's not like a classic, though. Okay, Essential Michael Jackson, number 79. Neil Diamond, 50th Anniversary Collection, number 78. We Cool's in here, you said? Yeah, no. Also, uh, what band? Metallica, Metallica, number 95. That Right now, Metallica, Metallica is number 95 Journey's on the chart. Journey's Greatest Hits is number 101. So that means every week... Tupac's Greatest Hits. Does that mean every week that Metallica sells, like... Sells far more records than we do. Wow. Yeah, of course. That's so cool for them. Legend. Yeah, right? Isn't it? Tupac Greatest Hits. uh, Queen Greatest Hits. Pimp a Butterfly still up there. That's cool. Um, Adele 21. That's old, right? Prince Forever. Oh, man. Gucci Mane's up there with the return of East Atlanta Santa. Wow. That's pretty tight. Is that a Christmas album? Uh, I hope so, but I bet it's not. Yeah, a lot of greatest hits. The best of 50 Cent? Yeah, best of 50 Cent. Guns N' Roses' greatest hits. Elton John, greatest hits. Who buys Guns N' Roses' greatest hits? It's like they have have four records. People who want Appetite for Destruction and November Rain. Yeah. I think the Use Your Illusion records are highly underrated. I would agree with you. I saw Guns N' Roses, my mom took me, on the User Illusion tour. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And you know what's really weird about... Did they play the weird songs from that record? Like Breakdown and... I don't remember. You know what's very weird about that tour, which I feel like would never happen now? Yeah. Those records kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And when the tour happened, the records weren't out yet. But they had all the merch, all the User Illusion backdrops. But they were just playing all these songs no one had heard. And they That's were just like, weird. yeah, let's just do the tour, any- the headlining tour anyways, even though the records aren't out and no one knows these songs. Wow. That's like, bizarre. maybe they had a couple singles out, but yeah. Well, You Could Be Mine, I'm sure, was out. You Could Be out. that was yeah, Terminator, Terminator 2. 2. That, that fucking video where Arnold Schwarzenegger just, has a box of roses and he opens it up, but there's a gun in it. We were just t- so tight. talking about that era of music, on the, uh, my podcast, about the era of music videos where they would get the bands to be in. The movies? In, in, they would get the actors from the movies in the music videos. Yeah, yeah great. That only really works when you got a band the size of fucking Guns N' Roses. Yeah, but Dokken did it with that Dream Warriors with Freddy Krueger. Whoa. There's a video and Freddy's in it like chasing them. Cindy Lauper certainly did it with the Goonies are good enough. Like they had the whole damn Goonies like thing going on. Yeah. And Ali- that- Aaliyah played in front of a projection of Dr. Doolittle. I'm not sure if that's the same. Well, then they also had the videos <laughs> like like... <laughs> like like when Lucky Denver Mitt was in Never Been Kissed where it's just like the band playing and then spliced in with scenes from yeah. the movie those videos were like, always really weird I, was, I always thought that I can't hear um, everything I do I do it for you without during that guitar solo like towards the end of it picturing uh, the actress in that movie whose name I'm forgetting going Robin in the video yeah you know what I'm talking yeah, about I do know what you're talking about yeah there is uh, no doubt had a song on the Go soundtrack. Yeah, I don't think it's really like that, Chris. <laughs> uh, 
New. New is on the Go soundtrack. Who's new? This song. Oh, yeah. That song. That song's fucking tight. Is it? That's. That's. Uh, Bathwater. That record has some good songs. Return to Saturn. Ex-Girlfriend's good. New is on Return to Saturn? Yeah. I thought New was just a soundtrack exclusive. No. You kidding, bro? (laughs) You kidding me? And then, what's his name? Hector McGeef directed the music video. (laughs) Mick G? I don't think that's real. Mick G. No, 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 no. Hype Williams? Directed by the video for New? I think so. Are you talking about the one where they're falling? Yeah. I think that's an ex-girlfriend video. I kind of always knew I'd end up your ex-girlfriend. No doubt it's a really good songs. No doubt. It's, and, I, and I mean like after their punk stuff. Really? Right? I never really listened to them. But you've heard the song. I've heard You're the songs, yeah. Okay, I've under, never listened to them underneath it all. Is it fucking sick? I guess I just know that. That's like, a good they, song. I just know the hits. I don't know that one. Oh, that's Jet Ski song is good biggest, too. That's one of their biggest hits. Really? That you really love me underneath it all. Oh. And then uh, Lady Saw does like like a bridge from a fire. I'ma keep on turning. That song's fucking good. What about uh, Hey Baby, Hey Baby's good too. Yeah, hella good. When they put that record out, the the faint opened for them. That's so sick. That's cool. Yeah, I really just know like just a girl, spider webs that. Those kinds of... Oh, yeah, the later era hits are like... They are? Yeah, they're cool. Something a lot of people don't know is that when they were um, making the record Tragic Kingdom is that the singer and the bass player, they were going through a breakup. And a lot of those songs are actually about the bass player. Yeah, I think I knew that. Really? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. That's cool information. That is cool information, though. Oh, just different TV shows. Which one? Behind... The music. Lost my report card? Yeah. Oh, I lost my report card. Um hold on, let me think. It, it doesn't matter. We're not gonna we're not gonna rate the episode? I'm not gonna I doubt I'm gonna match anybody on this one. What is the rating again? Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two, Jonah. Forty-two <laughs> being the best and four right. being the worst. I'll right. I'll go first. Okay. I loved this episode. Sawyer was funny in it. Jack was barely in it. Locke was nice and good in it. Sawyer had one line, huh? Basically, and just saying, like, you get to drop a load in her pants or <laughs> right, something right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. Hurley was funny. Libby was great. Sorry, Jonah. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. I actually agree with you guys about Libby. I think Kate that's a- was great. Claire, impeccable acting. Charlie, blech, he's fine. 23. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go uh, echo a lot of what Chris said. Mr. Echo. I'm going to Mr. Echo a lot <laughs> of it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like any of the drive shaft stuff. Um, I really like the diaper commercial scene. Oh, my oh God. We didn't talk about <laughs> didn't that. talk about you all every butt-y. <laughs> Is that what they were saying, butt-y? Yeah. yeah, and they were trying to make it even clearer by pointing at their butts, but it just sounds like you all every butt <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was amazing. Yeah, I, I actually I think thirty two. I think that sounds about right. Also, did their well twenty three would be <laughs> no thirty two is acceptable. <laughs> Sorry, twenty three. Sorry, man. Sixteen, uh, twenty three. One above sixteen. Twenty three. Twenty three. Or seventeen in, okay. in Rome. Hey, uh, 
Did their band break up because of that commercial? <laughs> He's like, ditch him, and then you could be in the big time being a commercial where you're dressed up as giant babies in a crib on a green screen singing you all every butty. Like, doesn't this seem kind of humiliating? And isn't it kind of understandable that the singer is like, uh, this sucks? And I don't also, don't do you it. feel like the director's a little like sanctimonious? It's like, I'm sorry, are you Martin Scorsese? Are you directing a fucking diaper commercial? <laughs> <laughs> like, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I'm giving this episode Holy crap A four That's the worst wow. score there is and, I, wow. and quite honestly I thought it was a great episode of this show <laughs> You don't understand the rating I do I feel like this is the beginning Of Dark Charlie <gasps> This is, And I fucking hate Dark Charlie I don't understand why he's stealing babies I don't understand why He's beating up sun in the forest <gasps> Like Oh right! I don't. I don't like this arc for Charlie, and I love Charlie before this, and I feel like his character got kicked to the curb, and we see it happen in this episode, and I think it's bullshit. And a lot of you motherfuckers, me, have fucking fatigue from this show, and you're like, whatever, I'll just let it happen. But I'm not just letting it happen. I'm giving it a four, what? despite how much I loved it. Maybe it's one of my favorite episodes I've ever watched. Jeff, four. Jonah, thanks for joining us. Thank you so yeah. much. I respect the hell out of you guys. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's an odd sentence to say <laughs> after the past hour, but, uh, you know, I'll take it. Thank you. You're Despite welcome. everything, I uh, respect you true. guys. Uh, Jonah, have a bad day. See you in hell. Bye. <laughs> you, do you want to keep talking? Apologies. Apologies. The apologies section. Okay. Jonah, anything? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to. <laughs> when I was talking about Can't Hardly Wait, I want to clarify. I thought that scene was funny because this guy was like a jock and he was so affected by right. being called yeah. that word. I wasn't saying I think that word is funny. Right. And right, I right. feel like it maybe came out wrong. Just wanted to clarify that. I've been thinking about it for half an hour. Great. <laughs> I, and I tried to get you to stop thinking yep. about not going to work. Is this going to work? Is this apology? If we accept your apology and play the theme yes. song, will that work? That'll work for me. Great. I'll get on with my life. Jonah, apology accepted. Play it. I accept your apology. Great episode. I accept your apology. I accept your apology. I accept your apology. I accept your apology. Don't forget to do your homework. Uh, next week's episode is Recon. Yes, we're watching Recon, which I know is a Sawyer one, right? Ooh, it gives me chills. It's a uh, season six, episode eleven. So I watch wonder it. what we'll say. Watch it first, and then suffer with us. <laughs>